0: This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hello, this is Richard Ingebretsen from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Welcome to our AWS podcast series. We always want to remind you to go to wildmedu.org to look at the programs and the courses that you can study to learn about wilderness medicine and be safe in the backcountry. This uh, discussion today is going to be on uh, trench foot. Uh, There's a little bit of a discussion about which is uh, trench foot and which is immersion foot. Immersion foot is a broader category, and trench foot is uh, a category uh, um, amongst that. It's one of the more common ones. It's basically divided by most medical groups as to how cold the water is and how that works. Um, So... uh, Trench foot uh, is common. Uh, We see it a lot in um, anybody that gets their feet wet. And you think, what outdoor sports get your feet wet? Well, it can be. Doesn't have to be in people who get on rivers. It can be, uh, but it it is not people who get on rivers. But it could also be on people who uh, backpack and who cross streams. It can be on people who uh, are just hiking and hit a puddle of water and their shoe gets wet. Uh, it's in uh, military uh, a lot, and it's seen in homeless people who get their feet wet. And it's also seen a lot in the spring, summer, and fall when outdoor uh, music festivals are held. We see a big increase in those because they'll take off their shoes and be in wet ground. It could be wet lawn, wet uh, 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 soil, and that can cause uh, uh, trench foot. So uh, let's talk about that and uh, just see exactly what 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 it is and how we can um, help with it. So trench foot is uh, one of the three uh, uh, subclasses of uh, immersion foot. Uh, it's it's considered to be a non-cold, uh, non-freezing cold injury. It is often differentiated by the temperature of the exposure. Uh, basically, uh, it is caused by a prolonged exposure to cold, but usually not freezing, Damp and sometimes unsanitary conditions. You don't have to have unsanitary conditions to get this, nor do you have to have freezing uh temperatures. Uh, it gets its name. Uh, uh originally it was described way, way back in uh Napoleon Bonaparte's time when they were invading. Uh, but the name Trenchford really came out of the uh, World War II when the soldiers were in trenches and uh it was uh the trenches were were dug. During this time, soldiers found themselves standing in waterlogged trenches in the front for very, very long periods of time. And this became a very, very severe uh, problem. It's estimated that trench foot contributed to the deaths of 2,000 American, roughly 75,000 British soldiers, which uh, uh, points to the fact that this condition, which although seems benign, can actually contribute to death. Uh, Interestingly, trench foot was first described in 1812 way back in the time when Napoleon's army was uh, retreating from Russia. Uh, the army surgeon at that time described the condition, although the prevention of foot is relatively straightforward and widely known. as re- Recently, as 1982, the British army dealt with this condition during the, the Falklands War. Uh, while uh, medical people get it, it is found uh, everywhere. And the, as far as dangers in the water go, this is one because uh, we just don't think about it. You you cross a stream while you're backpacking, and your your foot gets wet. and so Then it doesn't dry out, and then maybe you step in a pool or step in the in the uh, a small creek again. Now your the foot gets wet, but your shoe and your sock remain uh, uh, wet. Um, unlike frostbite, tr- trench trench foot can occur without freezing temperatures. The feet can be affected in temperatures up to 16 uh, degrees centigrade or 60 degrees Fahrenheit. And the disease can develop for 10 hours. Uh, with the addition of moisture to the above environmental conditions, destruction and deterioration of the capillaries can lead to degradation of the surrounding tissue. The pathophysiology is thought to be due to varying vasoconstriction and vasodilation resulting in local tissue damage. The People have uh, sweat a lot, have the condition of hypohydrosis. This can be a contributing factor to the development of trench foot. Trench foot. In other words, you can get trench foot uh, just by simply by having um, shoes on if you have uh, hyper, uh, hydro. and um, so this can be a pretty pretty bad problem. Uh, it begins uh, typically uh, with the um, uh, with the tingling of uh, itching and uh, in the feet. And this can progress to numbness in the setting of cold exposure. Vascular changes resulting in poor blood flow can also result in the feet becoming red and even blue or cyanotic. In later stages, as the extremity is rewarmed, uh, hyperthesia is often noted that tingling and prickling and uh, pain with prolonged exposure and poor care, uh, they may have an odor or decay of necrosis started, uh, will begin to set in. Uh, One interesting uh, side effect uh, problem with uh, trench foot is swelling. Um, There are descriptions out there where the swelling uh, can be uh, huge, Um, uh, and and even double in size with uh, edema. This disease has been known to commonly affect the heels or toes, but it can affect the entire foot, any part of the foot that has been in the water. The disease has been known to commonly affect the... the uh, the heels more profoundly uh, because of the pressure, but uh, the skin uh, anywhere on the foot can get that. The skin can appear blotchy, and as the disease progresses, blisters and open sores uh, often occur, and that leads to fungal as well as bacterial infections, which is a really prob- uh, big side effect to this. As the disease continues to advance, if, that is, if, the, if the, you don't stop this, then um, uh, the skin may begin to slough off. If the condition is left untreated, gangrene can set in. And at this point, amputation may be needed to avoid further progression of the disease and other complications such as sepsis and death. So trench foot, while very common, is also and rarely can be fatal, but it is a disease which you need to be aware of and treat. Although there is a significant amount of temporary pain when the sensation returns to the affected area, this is actually a more positive prognosis. Uh, the diagnosis of trench foot, in other words, to see if someone has it, is in 100% clinical. That is, you have to look at it, just identify it based on the the, the condition in which the person has found themselves, and also uh, in the, by looking at the feet. Uh, you have to identify all the situations where it occurs, and then do a good uh, physical examination. That becomes paramount. Underlying infections must be ruled out. Uh, to make sure that they're they're not getting infected. The treatment uh, really is avoidance if you have to get to it. But um, by keeping the feet warm and dry and clean, trench foot can absolutely be uh, uh, avoided. Um, there was in the past a lot of idea of putting oils on the feet, uh, any kind of oil to prevent it. But uh, none of that has really uh, shown in the literature in any studies to be of... Um, have any value uh, any value well, it's not recommended that you put oils or anything on your feet to prevent trench foot the best treatment is just to keep the feet warm dry and clean throughout the activity that you're doing including if you're out in a in a music festival or you're standing outside for long periods of time on the wet lawn or ground uh you've just got to get those feet dry so prevention really is the treatment uh, you know the treatment if we can say that um it it's critical uh that um th- that you wear fresh shocks and keep your shoes dried um and even if uh, the shoes uh during uh, the day then what you need to do at night is to get it, get your feet dry and if you are to, uh, uh you know if you have a predilection to this and you have hyperhidrosis then you've got to be very careful with the shoes you have on so um the re- recommendation now if you diagnose Uh, trench foot is a slow passive rewarming of the affected extremity with adequate pain control because it's you're going to get this neuropathic or neurologic pain that is going to hurt um so uh it's important to uh assess for signs of hypothermia and to remove the affected extremity from inciting environmental uh, uh causes um so uh one thing that can happen is um uh to get the uh feet up into the air get them dry get them warm get them into the sun rest and uh then to help with pain uh things like NSAIDs like ibuprofen or naprosyn is good of that if they if they can take them if they can't then uh acetaminophen or paracetamol or aspirin uh will help with the pain control and swelling uh, by getting those, the feet up into the air. So it's sort of a straight way is prevention. Just make sure that you keep your foot dry. That's often not possible, especially in river rafting, uh, kayaking, uh, backpacking or standing outside where uh, feet are going to get wet. But, uh, get the, but if you start getting the pain and the early symptoms of this and the conditions are such, the treatment really is they take up the socks and, um, uh, Uh, avoid wearing dirty socks to bed it's really common and may just have moisture in them so uh, it's always wise when you're out in the outdoor activities take multiple socks and keep them clean and keep them dry and it's not a bad idea to have really warm dry socks to put on at night never let them get wet and then have day socks and a number of pair of those so that they can uh, uh, keep your feet dry wool socks it's hard to argue that against having uh, wool or marina wool against your feet. You can have synthetics, but you need to have something like wool, and wool really is probably the best to wick water away from the skin to keep those on there. Um, so uh, if the you are getting trench foot, dry those feet out. Uh, if you can get the sun on them to get them warm and get them dry, and then make sure you get dry socks on them when you go to bed. Uh, wash the affected area uh, wi- uh, uh, right away to keep... Uh, bacteria and other viruses that can get in there and then make sure the feet are dried uh, completely. Uh, you can put heat packs to the area, you know, not hot packs, but heat packs for up to uh, five minutes or so to keep them dry. And uh, then avoid the activity. Now, if you're still out in the backcountry and you're getting trench foot, then you're going to have to deal with it. But you uh, it, it gets to the point where this might be, be a, a, a trek ending uh, injury uh, that can uh, cause that uh, problem. Um, uh, If the patient uh, continues to have to have activities which will cause uh, the the foot to get wet, uh, then uh, a more aggressive approach is going to need to be taken. You might have to dry out socks and things like that, which will be dry. Um, Complications uh, are uncommon and typically the result of inappropriate care. uh, soft tissue skin infections such as cellulitis or gangrene are possible in later stages of presentation and should be managed with appropriate antibiotics and maybe antifungal infections. Uh, if you get subacubic chronic neuropathic pain, uh, which persists, that can also be treated with And it might be that that is something that, that does happen. Uh, so um, um, before going out into activities into the back country, which uh, would, or into an area where your feet might get wet. And you could actually be hiking in dry areas and just your feet get real sweaty. So you climb a mountain or you climb up uh, on a trek and when you get your uh, shoes off, the socks are wet from perspiration. That can also cause trench foot. So just be on the lookout for this and just be uh, very familiar with it and just be able to dry uh, get dry socks on and dry feet, dry shoes as best as you can at night. Be able to identify trench foot uh it, it said again, is the conditions are right, you should suspect it. And if you get tingling pain or other problems you can that are suggestive of trench foot, it might be mild. Um, it might be uh, just redness and mild modeling of the skin, or it can be uh, a, a, a lot of modeling of the skin, typically up around the heels or toes, but it can be uh, anywhere uh, in the in the feet at all. Uh, always be on the walk, uh, lookout for it and always be aware of that. We're always happy when you uh, uh, listen to these uh, lecture and uh, uh, wilderness medicine topics, and we always say thank you for listening.